Welcome back to Rude Dude. Welcome back to the Rude Dude Podcast. I am half of your host, Henny Loke the Lobster, with my partner, my pal, my guy, Cam Ran, the Cree Davis. Cameron, my boy, how art thou? Uh, you know what, dude? We're going to go back in time. I'm, I'm doing all right today, bro. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, wah, I mean. Wah, wah. <laughs> We're on the borderline of, of good and, and, and all right. So I'll, I'll give you that, man. Um, how are you doing, bro? I feel it, though. Uh, you know, same, to be honest. After, after, I, after I booed you for your all rightness, I'm, I'm pretty all right today, too. Life, life be life, and you know, yeah, dude, it just seems just like kind of one of those days, bro. Like, woke up, um, you know, was like, yeah, I was in a pretty decent mood when I woke up, but you know, um, Addison, my toddler, has been just acting out like crazy lately. I don't know if it's like an attention seeking thing or something like that, but it's been pretty fucking wild over here, so um, that's been adding a little layer of stress around the house and it's just, you know, just yeah. like, just life, bro. Just life. Right. Like some days mm-hmm. you just wake up and just like, eh, you know, eh, not bad, not good. What's going on with you? But we keep on keeping on. That's right, bro. That's right. Um, I don't know. Should we talk about the weather for 20 minutes? Well, you know what, dude, I, it, it took, <laughs> <laughs> it took everything inside of me to not initially say, well, dude, I'm grateful that I'm I'm in here. I'm inside again because it's a hundred and fucking three outside, dude. Um, You're allowed to say that. That's outrageous, but we're not going to dwell on it like not, last week, and I feel like a lot of week. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's like it's like that great uh, conversation starter, right? Like, hey, how's the weather out there in West Virginia? How, how how's it going? Talk about the weather. Speaking of it, dude. Open up my head and let me out. A little baby. Baby. <laughs> now tell me, <laughs> tell me about yeah. the weather in West Virginia. What's it like today? Um, dude, it's hot today. It's hot. It's hot. Uh, what was it? 85 or something. But like, don't laugh at me. It's a hot. Oh, it's 80. It's hot, dude. I'm sorry. It just is. Uh, dude, I'm, I got I um, to gotta see it to believe it, bro. I got to get out there and, and feel it because. Because that just sounds glorious. 66% humidity. That's the deal. I take it back then. I take it back. That does sound terrible. So, Cameron, what are you proud of, my brother? Well, dude, um, I think just based off of like kind of like our moods today, right? Like, um, I am proud of my sobriety. Um, and, and, and people could be listening to me like, well, duh, dude. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty fucking sweet thing to say. Right. Um, but, but what happened today is, uh, Henry and I, um, were texting and he sent me just like a screenshot of a mutual acquaintance of ours. And it was a rap sheet of a recent arrest. Um, some, a couple, a couple felonies, a couple misdemeanors, um, all related to substances. Um, 
And I even I told Henry, I was like, I was like, dude, I just am so fucking grateful that I no longer live my life that way um anymore. <laughs> and uh and it and it gave me it gave me like a sense of anxiety too, right? Like it was like you almost I almost like went back in time. Like I could like feel like kinda like what you said um earlier in the text. Um you could almost like feel it like that misery. Um so I overall dude, did, when you pointed it out <clears throat> I I felt what that person I assume because I've been there where they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, that feeling is just it doesn't get much lower if at all it's just oh dude i mean it it just like sends shivers down your spine right like you sit there think about think about just being you're just you're just locked up and uh you you kind of remember how you got there (laughs) and and especially if you're facing like hefty kind of some hefty charges like this person that we're talking about um the amount of anxiety and like hey what what is this gonna look like like fuck it, am I? How the hell am I getting out of here? Or when the fuck am I getting out of here, um, dude? It just, I, I mean, I, I just feel also coming down off drugs and alcohol and oh, whatever else. I'm oh sure. my god, dude! Oh my god! So yeah, man. Long story short, um, super proud of myself for sticking to the path, even on the hard days and the random days that you know um, the easier way out seems like the easier way out. So yeah, dude, that's what I'm proud of. What are you proud of today, bro? Dude, so I've been hyper aware of how much I say dude because people point it out. But shout out to Charlie who said that's part of our shtick because we are the rude dudes and it belongs. So we're allowed to say dude. We're yeah. the rude dudes. Everyone's a dude. You're a dude. I'm a dude. We say dude. Dude, Freaking that's who we are. Get bro. over it, dude. That's that's who we are, dude. That's who we are. I, I want to stop and I cannot not start every sentence with dude. Bro, bro. Anyhow, <laughs> dude, bro, 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 dude, dude, dude. There's no fucking stopping it, dude. Like I told Kristen in that Damn episode, it. there's no stopping it, bro. There's no stopping it. It's so ingrained into my vocabulary. Better chance of cartwheels over across Africa, I'm baby. I'm telling you, man. So, yeah, go ahead, dude. I interrupted. What are you? What are you proud of, dude, 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 dude? So, this may seem like a shameless plug, and it will be, but I am proud that I got the merch online. And let me give a little background about what makes me so proud of that. So I was laying in bed watching TikToks, and since we've been talking about it and uh, Steve Jobs' ghost uh, stalks our every move, I was getting like <laughs> Printify. <laughs> I was getting like Printify TikToks, and I was there like relaxing. I was tired from work, you know, just zoning out, and I bookmarked. Um, I, I, I saved the TikTok to favorites to look at it later, right? Now listen, there's probably 300 different videos saved in my bookmarks. I got chat GPT ones. I got side hustle ones. Crypto ones. ones. I got fantasy, crypto, all that. Rarely, maybe recipes, rarely do I ever, like the side hustle ones, have I ever like come down to my computer and sat down and pulled them back up? No, not really. So I saved another video of like, yo, I'll do this later. And then I was literally like, hey, dickhead, go do it right now. So I got up out of bed. I walked downstairs to my computer and I started freaking grinding on the shirts. And I planned on going to the gym and I did not go to the gym because 
your boy grinded grinded you will see we got tank tops flip flops freaking cups tumblers <laughs> mugs freaking hats baby onesies dude mouse pads my mouse pads on the way because i don't even have one uh stickers magnets like i couldn't stop dude i couldn't stop so but um Again, kind of like we talked about last week, putting action to something, doing it, doing something I say I'm going to do, like stopping. And I think a lot about the time that I waste in the evenings when I'm like, I have no time, but I, I do. Like I watch TV a lot in the evenings and I, and I like that and it's not the worst thing, but there's plenty of time where I could be creating stuff on Printify or doing a side hustle or doing whatever else. And last night I did it and it felt really fucking good, man. Well, dude, I got to say, um, first and foremost, thank you for, for doing that um, because it, it's fantastic, bro. Um, the names, if you haven't checked it out, uh, we both shared it on our social media. Um, go check out the store. There's all kinds of Etsy, funny. Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash rude dude pod. And I will link. So the shop is on Etsy. Yeah, I will link the uh, the shop in the uh, show notes so you can get directly there. Um, stop by, take a dude, look. Dude, I had so much fun with those names. <laughs> dude, dude, the greatest one is I swear to God, it is is it's the wine tumbler and it's got like a got like a wine cork screw thing right there. Whatever the hell it is, a wine opener, and it literally the 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 fucking name of the fucking cup <laughs> is "Don't put wine in this, boy." <laughs> Dude, I saw that first thing this morning, dude, and I'm like half awake, and I fucking, dude, I almost swallowed my chew, bro. Like, I was like, oh my, I was like, holy shit, dude. Um, I got going on the boy things for the ladies boy, like, (laughs) baby boy, I just, I couldn't stop. Why not, dude? It's my shop. It's our shop. We can say whatever we want. I was like, why why give them boring names, like t-shirt? No, dude. We're not boring people. No, dude. I think it's fantastic, and and um, I'm proud of you for for not letting the procrastination take over, dude. Because like we talked about last week too, like you said, um, that couch and the old the old television or the old TikTok machine, bro, that can that can just that can kill any and all um extracurricular activities. Um, dude, I I I can lock into the TV and just and nothing's getting done. Um, so yeah, yeah dude, I'm I'm proud of you, bro. I'm proud of you, and and the shirts well, and everything look great. And like I said, I've got a side hustle bookmark tab in TikTok with probably 30 videos of which I've tried almost none of them. And some of them were like print on demand stuff. But I think the difference is and what I like about this is that was going to be me just selling some random bullshit to make a buck. This is me selling stuff that I'm creating for our show that we're trying to grow that I love our logo. I want to make cool gear that represents us and it will help like promote the podcast and bring. So I believe in this. I like this. So I can do this. That's why I couldn't really, I don't need to sit down and like create a fucking shower curtain with like flowers on it. You know what I mean? Like that's not going to get me going, but this did. And, uh, so yeah, man, feels good. Yeah, dude, there was a purpose behind it, right? Like you're sitting here, it's the next step to the pod's growth, bro. 
you know what I mean? And and it, it's like it's like okay, so now we're taking care of this, um, and it's it's all very exciting. Um, so yeah, dude, I I get that when it's something you're passionate about, dude, it doesn't feel like work at all, right? Like you're sitting there, you're probably tired as hell, and you're just like, man, I'm now I'm gonna make a fucking oven mitt, and I'm gonna call it "Don't Get Burned, Boy" or whatever the fuck you called it. Dude. <laughs> no ouchy it's boy. No ouchy boy. <laughs> you need if you only want to spend like nine bucks you don't want to spend 25 or 30 you need a rude dude no ouchie boy specialized pot lifter i'm telling you man hey is my family the only people who called them pot lifters is that a thing does your family call them that uh i call them like an oven mitt oven mitt yeah pot lifter yeah. I feel like, I don't know where, I, I guess my mom says that, and I said it to Chris, and she was like, what? A what? Well, I was like, I don't know, a pot a pot lifter? None of that is shocking that Kristen doesn't know anything, all right, man? So, like, you can she's tell Kristen. She's from Farm Truck she's Road. She's from Farm That's Truck true. Road, bro. You, you throw her some slang, she's going to be like, what the hell are we talking Farmers, about now? Farmer's Boulevard. Farmer's Boulevard. <laughs> out there working in the cornfields. This episode of the Rude Dude Pod is brought to you by our good friends over at Fair Oaks Arborist. Do you have a tree leaning a little too far or maybe a little too close to your house? Worry no more. Our friends over at Fair Oaks Arborist have you covered. They cover all aspects of hazard tree removal from directional felling to technical rigging and more. They do it all. Trimming or pruning issues? You guessed it, they cover that too. Whether it's to make that eyesore of a tree more aesthetically pleasing or simply keep encroaching branches off your house, the Fair Oaks Arborist has you covered. They also use spikeless climbing techniques to provide the best service and avoid damaging your trees. Unsure if a tree should be removed? Give Fair Oaks Arborist a call for an assessment. They are tree risk assessment and ISA certified and of course, licensed and insured. The owner, Scott, is a great friend of ours, and he's a stand-up guy who will give you an honest quote and deliver exceptional service. Give Fair Oaks Arborist a call for any and all tree-related needs you may have at 916-259-5408. That's 916-259-5408. Or reach out at www.fairoaksarborist.com. We'd like to thank Scott Shaw from the bottom of our hearts for his support of the Rude Dude Pod. And now, back to the show. Well, my man, today's topic is a little apropos. Uh, I don't really know what that word means, but I think it's the right <laughs> use. Uh, because I do, I feel a little anxious, and I think you do too. And I don't know if it's because of this topic or everything else or all of the above. But my man, we are talking about anxiety yep. and it's something you're very familiar with very familiar with oh that reminds me i have a story about mitchell who's your cousin so i think it's a i think it's a davis family trait uh you can <laughs> remind me later but what uh open us up man bring us in land this plane or take it off on uh anxiety all right man well yeah yeah i i agree man yeah little 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 zippy today so uh Let's take off before we land. Yeah, Let's yeah, we got to take off before we land. So <laughs> the way I the way I kind of wanted to open this up, man, is I wanted to um, simply just rattle off some of the most common and uncommon anxiety symptoms, um, and those things consist of this: um, lightheadedness, racing thoughts, intrusive thoughts, 
sweaty palms, racing heart, tightness in your chest, numbness and tinglingness or tingling in your hands, feet, arms, um, head, face, um, nausea, dizziness, jelly legs, um, a sense of impending doom, um, tightness in your back, <laughs> um, profusely sweating, blushing. Um, in some extreme cases, um, you can even faint or pass out. Um, derealization or depersonalization, um, where the world doesn't feel real to you. Um, things like that. Um, uh, lack of sleep, lack of appetite, um, irritability, and, and the list can go on and on and on and on and on. Now, when I, when I list those things off, Henry, can you give me maybe a couple, I assume, because you, you deal with anxiety as well, just like every other human. Um, and we're going to get into that in this episode. Can you name me a few of those things that I may be named off or some of those symptoms that you've dealt with when it comes to anxiety? Dude, I was laughing because apparently I am 235 pounds of anxiety that just walks around. You are, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so here's my thing and and like where's this line and maybe it is maybe it's always constantly blurred but a lot of those seem to cross pollinate with ADHD um mm -hmm. so I don't know or and and I think one breeds the other you know what I mean like the racing thoughts especially I I have that all the time um and, you know, now Squirrel Brain has picked out racing thoughts and I lost all the other ones. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I, I experience all those things all the time. Um, read me off, rattle me off a few from the beginning of the list again. Okay. Uh, lightheadedness, um, dizziness, sweaty palms, tingling in your hands, feet, legs, back, face, um, tightness in your chest or your back. Um, heart palpitations, you can have a weird um, rhythm in your heart, um, clenching your jaw, grinding your teeth. Um, mm. um, what's another one? Like I said, lack of sleep, um, lack of appetite, um, uh, depersonalization, derealization. Um, there's a yeah, whole bunch. Let's talk about depersonalization and de is that the same thing as, uh, or similar or in conjunction with, um, disassociating yeah um so first and foremost because i do that a lot yeah so first and foremost before we get any more into this the only reason we're talking about this is because this is such a common theme with everybody and there's a way to handle anxiety in a normal healthy way and then there's a way to handle it in, from a disordered perspective um and that's kind of what you know my 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 life has been like um you know for the majority of my life but i do want to state this clear um henry and i are not mental health professionals um everything that i'm going to rattle off or henry's going to talk to you about um is all just things complete and utter bullshit yeah yeah um is going to be <laughs> from me going to therapy you know a bunch of my life um sitting down with doctors um, I've done a bunch of research on, 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 on the mechanism behind anxiety, what it actually is, what is actually going on inside your body. Um, and, and I've put a lot of work in it to try to overcome it. I overcame alcohol and then I still had this hanging crippling thing called anxiety that was, that was a hindrance on my life. Um, and, and worse, right? Almost yeah, worse. It, it's worse. Yeah, dude, dude, I was going to talk to you. Because we're not numbing our brain. 
constantly. Exactly, dude. Exactly. Um, some of my darkest times dealing with anxiety have been in the last five years that I've been sober. Um, and so I'm glad that you brought that up. But I'll get back to the D. Did the, you notice? Go ahead. I feel like I became an introvert after getting clean. I used to be very extroverted and always want to be out and hanging out. And now I just want to be at the house. I'm I'm the same way, but that's not a shock if you know me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I you know I I I kind of like. I don't to, know if that also comes with age as well, or I think it does, dude. I think it I think it does, and I think it's just um, you know. I think there's something to that to where once you get sober, like you're just kind of like you've changed. So you're still like my theory on it is that we're still learning how to be this version of ourselves. Right. So like, what does, what does Cameron really truly like to do? Right. Like, well, Cameron likes to go to bed early. Um, Cameron likes to go to the river. (laughs) Um, You know what I mean? And things like that. But yeah, like, being around big groups of people and things like that, um, it just doesn't do it for me anymore either, man. So I, it may be a, a theme. And if you're in the recovery community, reach out to us and let us know if, if you experience that as well. Because, cause it, yeah, it just doesn't sound appealing, right? Um, I also think that we used to, like, chase chaos, right? We used to love the uh-huh. chaos and the crazy and the wild. And now it's like, you know, we've gone the other way where, like, I I choose peace and and like relaxation and not like controlled situations where I know the outcome and um exactly dude over like going out and having some wild fucking random stuff that I did not plan happening, you know. Yeah, dude, and it's funny how we used to just be like okay with that, right? Like and I love that you said we used to chase chaos, be like, "Oh, hey dude, there's a fucking 6 kegger over at this house and fucking people are Everybody's on fucking E, and we're all gonna go and just those dudes that wanted to kill us two weeks ago. Yeah. The other party's gonna be there, and fucking maybe we'll fuck them up. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, we're going, bro. You ready to roll? And then we all drive. In I the got car. a brick in the back of the Jetta, dude. <laughs> Straight up, man. And and that and now you know you sit back and you, I think the age thing is really fucking is really kind of a, a very big point here, right? Like, bro, like I I hit like thirty three and and like. Like I, 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 I turned into like a 65 year old man. Um, like, like, it's just like, it's just like, dude, like I'm not, I'm not doing any of that. Um, it's just not happening. I, I'm hoping I hit my second stride though. When I get a little bit, my, my kids make me, um, feel a little bit younger than I am, but, but yeah, dude, no, no more chaos for me, bro. I only need like one major planned event, like every two months, like, if a that. pirates game or a concert or something you know i don't need to do it every weekend and i think part of that came with getting clean when i when i first got clean i would always be like on friday and saturday i'd be like what's going on what are we doing what's what's the move what's happening and people would be like i don't know nothing really and i'd try to make something happen and nothing was really going on and and that would like bum me out but now it's like man i'm so busy and like i I got so much going on. I'm running around. I'm working hard that like when I have the opportunity to sit and relax in my house, uh, with my, with my girl, like I'm, that's cool. I'm, that's good for me. I don't like, I, you know, I, I don't want to like rush home and, and rush to get ready and rush out to do some more shit. I, dude, I hate doing that shit. And, and dude, I think that's just a part of growing up, right? Like, like it's the small things, right? Like you're going to go sit on the couch with Kristen and and Mia's gonna curl up on your sack, and and you're gonna be snug as a bug in a rug. You know what I mean? Like like that. That that's just what it is, dude. You know what I mean? And 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 in all yeah. and in all honesty, that's what a healthy life looks like, right? Like a nice happy balance. 
Um, but yeah. But anyway, I feel like we digress a bit from the topic. We did, dude. We did. So, so reel it in. So I'm glad that you can can kind of agree with with um you know some of those things that I brought up, right? Um, it all sh- the things. Yeah, it shows. Sure. It shows how common this really is, and I'd be willing to bet that 99% of our listeners have experienced that same type of feeling, um, if not all of them. Um, the reason I really wanted to do this episode is because I just wanted to give a quick little backstory on, on who I kind of am in regards to this. Um, I was a very anxious child. Um, I think I went to my first therapist for anxiety, right? Like, I, dude, I, was, I watched the movie Twister, right? Like, like you know, remember that movie? Um, with like Helen Hunt oh, yeah. or something Helen, like that. Helen Hunt. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready? And and after I watched that, um, every time I'd see a fucking storm cloud, I thought a tornado was going to come and suck me up. Um, dude. Dude, it scared the fucking ever-loving shit out of me, bro. Um, so I, so I, I ended up, <laughs> I ended up having all these crazy phobias, right? Like I was already catastrophizing, um, everything mm. around me at a very young age. Um, so I was afraid of storm clouds. Um, I, I, I was afraid that we were going to run out of gas on the freeway. And then somehow that, that equated to us shriveling up and dying and we were going to be trapped there forever. Um, I, I had a new phobia unlocked the other day. I saw these dudes roll their friend up in one of those uh hideaway couch beds Mm-mm. bro that i am no, no. so claustrophobic that is the most terrifying situation i feel like i could ever possibly be in you can miss you, me. They, it closed all the way and slid back into the couch bro no dude you can miss me with that uh, about seven thousand times <laughs> I, <laughs> like dude i'm over here i'm over here fucking lay sweating. On one of those ever again dude i'm over here sweating thinking about it um <laughs> but anyway so i i, I I ended up going to like my first therapist when I was like seven years old, right? Um, wow! And and it's because dude, I was in the Damn fourth, you, Helen. Uh, um, fourth fourth grade, dude, right? Fourth grade, um, and and it and it was just a lifelong battle. And what happened was, um, I would just progressively just stick with this feeling of getting scared, and then you know nobody really kind of knew what was going on, right? It's just anxiety. It wasn't as hip as it is now, like you know the mental health scene. Um, yeah. And it went away, you know, and then I won't, I'm not going to sit here and talk forever, but it went away around the time I started smoking weed and drinking alcohol, bro. Um, mm-hmm. So, so. Tale as old as time. Tale bro. as old as time. So we all know where that story went, right? We all know where that went. Um, very, very awesome time. Um, I was awesome during that time of my life, um, mm-hmm. but I used it to, to, to medicate. Um, and, and, and what yep. happened is I got sober. And like I said in the beginning, um, I made it a point about three years into my sobriety, two and a half years to really try to figure out how to navigate it Um, because it was creeping in, like you said, and it was worse. It's worse than what it was when I was drinking, right? Um, Because like you you can't run away from it anymore. Um, And and, um, what I did, dude, is I I read a bunch of books. I watched a bunch of videos. Um, I joined um, like online anxiety forums. Um, I did. I did the whole fucking thing, right? Nice. And and nice. Uh, and 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 I've seen a massive increase in it. Um, and the reason in anxiety. 
No, no, dude. And, and, and I think that's the, uh, I mean, just an increase in like my overall happiness, right? Like a little bit yeah. of good information goes a long way. So, so Henry, have you ever had a panic attack, bro? Um, you know, mental health things are very strange for me because they're intangible, right? So if I can't see it, touch it, feel it, it's hard for me to describe. I would say that I, I, I don't really think I've specifically had an actual panic attack, but I've, you know, I've gotten close where I can't, I'm very like stressed out and, and anxious and I can't put my finger on it. But a, a full scale panic attack, I honestly don't really think so. Okay, so so for people listening, if you've ever had a panic attack, um, a lot of people don't know what that looks like and and the mechanism behind it, and 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 I'll kind of dive into that. And this is this is some of the information that really helped me. So in our brains, okay. in our brains, right? Um, people like to call this our lizard brain because it's been around since the age of the dinosaurs, right? It was a part of our evolution. It's a part in our brain called the called the amygdala, right? And it's two walnut shaped little things in your brain like kind of right behind your eyes um and it's it's a stupid stupid um gene i mean a little part of your brain but it's in charge of keeping you alive okay so Mm. when a when a when you're looking at your phone and you're driving right and maybe you look up and that car accidentally hit their brakes a little too fucking soon and you slam on the brakes and you feel that adrenaline rush hit that you can thank your amygdala for 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 sending you the adrenaline needed at that exact moment to help you respond super fast. Now, for people with disordered anxiety, the issue is, is instead of worrying, the amygdala kept us alive during the caveman days, okay? Like we talked about in a, a, a couple episodes back. Um, hey, I probably shouldn't go over there. There's a pack of wolves. And, and, and if the wolves came over, the amygdala fires off. It floods your body with adrenaline, which is your fight or flight response. So your muscles mm-hmm. tense up, your, your pupils dilate, your heart rate increases. Um, you start sweating a little bit to cool down. You're ready to run a fucking marathon, right? Like you're ready to go. Um, you're, you're either ready to fight the threat that's coming for you or you're either ready to run the fuck away. And what has happened over time is us as humans don't have to really worry about the wolves jumping out at, at us. Now, we have trained our brains to treat modern day things as a threat. And these things are Hashtag not first world problems, first world problems. So these things aren't actual dangers and you have trained the amygdala, which doesn't yeah. forget. It doesn't forget. So you having a phobia of um, couch beds rolling up, say you obsessed about that, Henry. And, and, and every time that you saw a couch bed, it, it, it sent you this little zing of anxiety, right? That little whoosh in your Fires stomach. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. Every time you see that, you have then trained your brain to associate that couch beds mean imminent danger. And every time you see one, it is going to send you the adrenaline, which will then make your anxiety levels rise, and you will eventually either have a panic attack, or you'll just, every time you see it, it's going to make you feel like shit. Um, and it's very fucking interesting how that works. Um, I, or maybe I'm just a nerd about it because I think it's just super interesting. Dude, do you get what I'm saying? Does that, any of that make any sense or am I just sounding, am I, are people falling asleep here? No, actually you reminded me where my anxiety came from. 
So okay. the amygdala, it would sound like from your description, would be in charge of hypervigilance. Yes, it's it's basically. it's there to keep you alive. Yeah, yeah, it's there to. Uh, that's why. You. That's why I have anxiety because as a child, I, so I'm hyper vigilant because as a child, I was put in position to constantly defend myself. Okay. Um, I also there was things I was not allowed to do. Like nap, for example. I'll just give an example. We didn't nap, okay? We weren't allowed to nap. Uh, we, my dad grew up on a farm, and it was work, 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 go, 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 do, go harder, do hard. So we would like lay down for a nap, and if I, I had to listen for the garage door. If the garage door was o- started opening, I'd have to jump up and pretend to fold laundry or something. Oh shit! So that's just like a small example <laughs> yeah. of yeah. hyper vigilance. So. I am very aware of everyone in a room, how they're feeling, if they look like a threat, if they look like they're uncomfortable, if they, so my brain, I, th- I feel like as you were describing this, my brain lives in, in caveman mode of like that could, anybody, a tiger could pop out at any fucking second and uh-huh. I got to be ready to defend myself because I was forced to defend myself a lot as a kid. Um, and I'm not going to go into a lot of, of like why, but I just gave an example. Um, and, and that's where my anxiety stems from. Like, oh, if I say this, they're going to say that. And then I'm going to say this, and then they're going to say that. And if, if, if I say this wrong, they're going to, they're going to talk bad about me or, or put me in this kind of way. So I have to say it just like this. I say something when I, when I have something uncomfortable or that I'm unsure of saying, I literally say it in my head 100 times before I say it out loud. Yep. Um, so my, as you were talking about that, it reminded me like the, how my anxiety stems because that's my, my brain, like you said, is trained to be in fight or flight mode as many of us are, you know? Um, so yeah, that actually, that all makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, man. And, and that's, that's exactly how it works over time you you trained your brain and assigned those st- types of scenarios like your dad or your mom coming home while you're taking a nap as a danger and every time you heard the garage i imagine that your heart raced you jumped up out of your bed as fast as you could you were ready to go right um yeah. and 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 dude that that's how that works and that's how people get a disordered view of anxiety and actually i think this is a uh this is an eye-opening thing sitting here talking to you me and you never had this conversation it sounds like you deal with this a lot more than you actually think um, so, so with that being said, um, the coolest thing about the amygdala, and I won't get all sciencey and try to talk about it some more, is that it can relearn. Um, so if every time that I, cause I don't, for my, for me, an example, like you with the couch beds or, you know, your dad coming home uh, for me, I don't like elevator. Or like the video of the snakes coming out of the toilet. I got to skip that real fast. So I'll never <laughs> be able to sit down to poop again. <laughs> I'm like, nope, don't want to see that. Cause I will make that happen in my mind. Yep. Yep. So I don't want to see videos of spiders while I'm on the, anyway, we'll move on. Yeah, dude. So, so for me, for me, my one of my examples would be I, I fucking hate elevators. I hate them, and it's a claustrophobia thing, right? But, yeah. but, but, ready, dude. Like, let's look back in reality here, right? I mean, the odds of an elevator 
falling to its death, which isn't even the, the issue that I have with it. Um, the issue that I have with it is that I'm in a box with no windows, um, and and if I, I don't know when the doors are going to open, and that bothers the fuck out of me. That bothers the shit out of me. I don't yeah. want to be trapped in the fucking box of death. So 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 I every time I see an elevator. Th- it, 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 my 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 adrenaline rush hits. I, I the amygdala sounds off that I'm in danger, and 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 anxiety skyrockets, skyrockets. Do and you opt for the stairs? I opt for the stairs if stairs are an option. Yeah. If stairs. What if are you're like fifteen stories up? I will take the stairs. Really? Yeah, I, I, I dude. When you, we were at my hotel room for my uh um my wedding. Um, I wasn't up 15 yeah. flights, but I was, I think I was on like the seventh floor. Dude, I hiked all my shit up. I, I can't have it, dude. I will get on an elevator wow. if it is the only way up. And the point I wanted to... It's po- interesting how that works in different people too, because I'm very claustrophobic in certain situations, but elevators don't bother me at That's all. That's weird, dude. That's but weird as hell. If I get my fingers trapped, literally fingers trapped in a Chinese finger trap, I start to freak out. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't I don't like being trapped. Like if I'm wrestling with somebody playing around and then all of a sudden like I'm I'm covered, I can't see and I'm like stuck in an awkward I I freak out. So yeah, I guess that would be my panic attack. I can feel those like I it I lose it. Like I'm we're not playing anymore. This is not fun anymore. Like yep. stop now. Yep. That's that that's a panic attack. So you just learn that you do have them. It's just in certain scenarios. Okay. Um it's yeah. just in certain scenarios that that things like that that trigger you, right? Like then you got to get up and you feel all fucking tense and you're all out of you're all out of sorts, right? Um, and all it is, mm-hmm. all it is for anybody who struggles with it, is your body sending you adrenaline. There's nothing more. There's nothing less going on. Um, so if you can if you can have that 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 train of thought, like oh fuck, okay, well this just happened and now I'm sitting here. I feel like I'm ready to run a marathon or I feel like I'm going crazy because another side effect of a massive adrenaline flood is crazy spiraling, racing thoughts, um, impending doom. Like you feel like something bad's about to happen. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, and that can fucking send people for a loop. And the more and more that you latch on to say, like a said thought that is happening when you're anxious, the more the amygdala sounds off and the more adrenaline it feeds you. Um, and this is how people get stuck. Hmm. This is how people get stuck in massive anxiety loops and end up like never leaving their fucking house. Like the people will be like agriculture. It's almost like, it's almost like electricity. Like if you grab onto something that's hooked straight up to a train, um, a, uh, transistor, it's going to send as much power as you're, it's made to send as much power as you're going to receive. So if it bites onto you, it literally electricity will hold onto you and it'll keep shoving more power because it's going straight to ground. Absolutely. It's almost like a, Absolutely, a, dude. a manifestation of that. And it's a stupid, like I said before, it's a stupid part of the brain. So it doesn't, it doesn't understand logic. It, it's like, it's like the, uh, I heard a great thing on an anxiety podcast. He's the, the amygdala is like the gunslinger. It shoots first, ask questions later. So, so you could just be yeah. like, fuck dude, what, what's going on here? Um, you know, it, 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 it goes off. like, we are going to die right yep. now. Yeah. We got to We're going to fight this fucking guy or we're going to get the fuck out of here. Boom. Bam. And so, so that's, that's the, the, the basic mechanism of a panic attack. Um, any sort of elevated anxiety, um, is just a big cocktail of hormones getting shot up your ass, um, off of your, <laughs> your response. Off of your response to things that you have trained your brain to be afraid of, and um, the greatest part about this is that the amygdala can relearn. 
So the whole the old saying, you know, um, fight your fears, is actually um, the truest thing in the world. Um, you actually have to overcome these things by showing your brain and the old quote unquote amygdala, the amygdala that this thing, like an elevator, isn't a danger. This isn't a life or threat, th- life or death thing. And for Henry, yes. um, snakes coming out to fucking eat your anus aren't it isn't a life or death thing you know what i mean highly like, unlikely <laughs> highly <not>. Z- never <laughs> zero <laughs> see we don't live in australia all them yeah. funky ass videos come from australia bro which i am not interested in your goddamn three foot spider on the wall and an anaconda coming out of your toilet i'm way bro, cool off that bro shit. can we actually talk about like why the fuck would you live there dude like those spiders are fucking huge bro <laughs> like what is going on dude. out there dude like like what is I happening i am no no (laughs) anyways dude no i'm telling you bro i'm telling you so um we went over the amygdala you went over that it's just most anxiety is just adrenaline cortisol getting jammed up your ass um uh let's go let's go over so so me and you have talked about this um intrusive thoughts you have them yeah oh yeah okay um you ever had like dude like okay so how about when I'm driving down a big hill and my brain goes, your brakes could just go out right now. Is that what we're talking about? Yep. Thoughts like that. And and do those thoughts, do those thoughts? Hey, what if your brakes just stop working? You would just careen into that river right there. There's this one hill in Morgantown that goes straight down to the river. I'm like, this is going to be the one. The brakes are going to go. I'm going straight in the river. Yeah, dude. Or, <laughs> or, or certain people deal with ones that... Um, you know, you could be standing up on a cliff or up on a roof and you'd be like, I could just jump off this balcony right now. Right? Yes, uh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or 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 you're at a stoplight and an old lady's crossing the street, you'd be like, I could hit the gas and just run this fucking lady over. Um Dude, okay, so I'm not crazy. I'm not the no, only one. No, you are not. You are I not. think of stuff like I'm like, I would never do that. Why am I th- thinking that i wouldn't even want to tell people that like exactly something like that like i could just plow this old lady and and (laughs) yeah dude yeah like why did i think that dude dude and 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 the funny thing about these dude is these cause people more distress than almost anything right because if you if you if you latch on to these thoughts right um the brain works in the same way that it does with like the amygdala learns so you then in turn, if you respond to that thought, like like one that really fucked with me was uh, I had, uh, Addison was like two, and this happens to a lot of postpartum uh, mothers and shit like that. I was like, what if I just like, you know, killed my kids? And everybody listening, I'm not going to kill my kids, right? This is a common intrusive, th- intrusive thought. Um, it, it literally <laughs> like shot me with like just massive anxiety and sent me for this loop, dude. Like I was like, I was afraid to be around my kid, right? Like I was like, dude, I'm going to snap and, and lose my mind. Um, and, and no, that, that's not what's happening there. How it, common is, is dad postpartum? Um, it's a thing, dude. It's a thing and it's not talked about. And that's why I've never really heard of it. To be honest, I've obviously definitely heard of women having it it's a it's a thing dude it's a thing man and i I don't see why a man couldn't if a woman would no we easily can dude we easily can you're having a massive life change um you're not sleeping well um you know you're not getting as much ass because your wife's sitting there stuck to a kid um you know you're stressed the fuck out. Things, 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 things. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, dude. You know these are world-ending fucking things, dude. Because you just had stitches in her where I, your child I, ripped it. Jesus, I don't. You know, 
Come on now, we know I'm joking. But anyways, a few of those, a few of those wonky thoughts really, 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 really got me fucked up. Like I would um, randomly like just be looking in my backyard and be like, I, I, I could hang myself from that tree, right? Like, like, like crazy, crazy thoughts, right? But, but it's yeah. just, it's just a, it's just a random thought in your consciousness. We have roughly up to fifty thousand hit or miss thoughts a day, and almost all of them we don't remember. But the problem is, is that when you have those thoughts like I should run the fucking grandma over or I should go jump off this balcony, um, is when you latch on to those thoughts, your brain thinks it's important. And then have you ever had a thought? Here's a question I have for you. Have you ever had a thought that is kind of out of your consciousness, right? Like it, it, it doesn't make sense that it's there and maybe a little anxiety provoking. And it's not, it doesn't just happen once. It, it comes back like maybe the next day or the day after that, or maybe twice or three times in that day. Have you ever had a thought like that? Oh yeah. Okay. So like the, the, like the brakes going out one is like a recurring one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what is, what has happened is you have in turn trained your brain that that thought means danger that something is wrong. And, and the greatest thing about this that can bring anybody who deals with intrusive thoughts um, that, that, and it gives them you know, any type of distress or you think something's wrong with you, um, there's nothing wrong with you. Um, what it is, is it's actually the reason it causes you so much anxiety. Um, and this comes from Dr. Sally Winston and Dr. Martin, Marty Seif. Um, there's a great book called Overcoming Unwanted Intrusive Thoughts. They're like staples in the anxiety field. They've been around since like the 60s and 70s. Um, it's a fantastic book. It really helped me understand what these things are and why they don't mean anything. Um, but what it is, is it's actually the opposite of who you are and it, it goes against your values, which is why it causes anxiety. Okay. We don't have stuck thoughts about mm. chairs, do we? You know, you don't give a fuck about a chair, right? But you sure are worried about, hey, if my brakes go out, I might die. Or, hey, I, 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 I just thought about running over a, an old lady. You're not a, you're not a killer, right? <laughs> like, 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 we're not going to run over old ladies. You don't, want, you don't want to jump off the balcony. You love life. And that's why these thoughts bring that level of anxiety because it's against who you are mm. in your core values. Does that make sense? Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, um, and we also, there's another one addicts experience all the time, which is, I could just go get drunk right now. Happens, I can just go happens get all the right time. Now. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. And I'm glad you brought that up because that was going to be my next thing, dude. Um, there's, and I think we've said this before, um, that never goes away, right? Like I came to realization that that never goes away. Those drinking and using intrusive thoughts, fuck, dude, I, I get them like maybe you know, once or twice of every two weeks, you know what I mean? Like anytime I walk into this, the liquor store, like they like, do like it, it'll just float on by, but it doesn't bother me yeah. anymore because I know it's just a thought and I know it's just a part of who I am. And it's not, it's not, it's not right. anything, it's not anything that needs to be addressed. And the reason these thoughts, I and, just had this, yeah. I just had this talk with uh, Charlie the other day because <clears throat> Charlie recently moved out of the sober house. And so I asked him, I said, how is it man like how are you feeling did you was it a little sketch or and he's like man you know i got in there and i was like i could do whatever i want i could just drink right now if i wanted to no one's gonna check on me i have no meeting i have no whatever 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 and he's yeah. like dude it kind of like bummed me out or whatever and i was like listen man charlie's a little older than us too i was like 
that was the norm for 30 years. That's what you did. There, You don't have to be ashamed of that thought because that was our norm. That is what, like, we trained our brain. That is what we did for years and years and years. What we are doing now is abnormal to who we are and who we have always been. It's good, but it is abnormal. So, and my point being, we don't need to beat ourselves up for these thoughts. Though having those thoughts is more natural than us being clean and not drinking because we've spent a we spent a lot more time being drunk and high and messed up and all that than we ever did being clean. So, that's like homeostasis for us. So, we can't get mad at ourselves or be upset or fault ourselves or whatever about having thoughts about doing what we did for most of our lives. You know, that's natural. That's going to happen because that was what was normal before. And it, it's whether you put the action to it or not. As long as you don't put the action to it, as long as you don't run the old lady over, as long as you don't go to the store, as long as you don't, you know, jump off the fucking roof while you're looking down there thinking you can jump, then it's okay. And we let it, we let it float on by and we keep it pushing. Right. Exactly, dude. Exactly. And that is the response. And, and when you have these thoughts like that stick around the anxiety provoking thoughts, like, Oh, I could drink and Ooh, shit, that, that makes me feel anxious because I've, I've come so far and I don't, I don't want to drink. That's not what I do now. Yeah. Right. I I don't want to drink or I don't want to use. Right. Like, why did I have that thought? There's no, it, these types of thoughts that cause that, that anxious response. I like to call it like a whoosh. Um, you can feel it in like the pit of your stomach. Um, or like some people explain it like a zap, like it's kind of like a, Ooh, fuck. Like, uh, Ooh, I don't want that to happen. Right. Um, it's, it's instantaneous. Mm -hmm. Um, it happens before you can even have a chance to logically respond to it. Um, so what that is, dude, is, 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 is you just don't have to engage in it. You, these thoughts don't have to be explored. The reason you having a thought about drinking doesn't need to be overanalyzed and 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 thought about six hundred different ways, and then maybe you can make up some excuse. leaves in the stream. Yep, it's all it is. It's all it is. Thoughts are just thoughts. I could go on for like sixteen hundred hours on on this, um, but I just wanted to say. So if anybody anybody has ever dealt with those, and like I said, Henry, you're not crazy. I'm glad that. Thank you for opening up about that because it makes me feel a little less crazy. And some of these can be really triggering for people. Um, they can be scary. People can have you know pedo um intrusive thoughts or thoughts about you know yelling something blasphemous in church and you know saying a racial slur in front of somebody you know what i mean like these things just happen yeah these thoughts that i that i'll have that like you're talking about like it's stuff i would never do nope. i would and, never do it so i'm like why would i even why would that even come up in my brain just junk just junk thoughts man just junk thoughts and and like i said you wouldn't even you wouldn't even notice it um unless unless you were paying attention um, and it's just, it's, it, it's a way of practicing mindfulness, um, by just letting those just go by and not, and not looking into it. Um, because it, it, it doesn't mean anything about your character. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person or a bad person for having it. Um, it's just the brain spitting out random calculations. Um, and, and that, that is backed up by science. Like I said, you can, you can all, I'll even source the book in the, in the show notes as well. Um, it's a great book and it really explains it um, in a very good way. Um, so if you are listening and you have those thoughts, just know you're not going crazy. Um, you're not, you're not nuts. Um, Henry and I have them and a million other people I know have them all the time. You know, you see a knife on the fucking Ashley tells me I'm going to put her on blast right now. Ashley tells me she goes, cause when I was struggling with these intrusive thoughts, 
she goes, she goes, you want to know what the intrusive thought I just had? And we're in the kitchen eating dinner. She's like, she's like, I was like, maybe I could stab him with this knife. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, that was a thought that just came across my head. And I was like, she's like, she's like, I'm not going to stab. I don't think she's going to appreciate you sharing this. No, no. But, but dude, dude, she would never do anything like that. Right. But, 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 but it's just, it's the example of these random junk thoughts that can populate in our brain. And they're a lot more frequent if you're in a high stress state. Um, that's one last thing I'm going to say about these. If you're super stressed out or you're, you've been really anxious lately, you're much more common to get hooked by these intrusive thoughts. Um, and they can stick and they'll just keep coming around and coming around and coming around. Um, and, yeah. and they can cause a lot of distress. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's really, in- it's really fucking interesting. Um, or at least I find it interesting. And then, um, that was kind of, that was kind of what I really kind of wanted to get on. Um, I wanted to say, you know, like some of the avenues that have helped me, um, were those books. Um, like I said, the overcoming unwanted, um, intrusive thoughts, um, by Sally Winston and Dr. Martin Seif. Um, there's an old school one, um, called hope and help for your nerves by Dr. Claire Weeks. This is old Australian lady who kind of changed the way that we perceive, um, Oh, anxiety. she got anxiety like a motherfucker. She got three foot spiders <laughs> yeah, and 27 yep, foot yep. anacondas and yep. shit. She was a staple. Shrimp jumping off the Barbie, trying to bite her. <laughs> dude, these wild, these wild jumping prawns just coming for your ass, dude. <laughs> Do shrimps even have mouths? <laughs> I don't know, dude. But have you seen that one that like punches like fucking Tyson? Fucking. There's fruit? our next shirt, dude. Do shrimps have mouths, <laughs> dude? Straight up, or dude, just like a, a a random jumbo prawn with like a with like a rude dude shirt on or something. That would be Boxing awesome. Glove. <laughs> If you can't tell, Henry and I are ex stoners, dude. We're the we're over here talking about shirts with fucking prawns. Like it's him. blunt. Hey, bro, do shrimps have mouths though? They poop, so something's got to come in somehow. Yeah, dude, and I do know they wear boxing gloves. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, but, so we'll uh, we'll link the resources in the uh, in the bio. Yeah, and man, uh, yeah. I I love everything that you presented and it. I think it makes I think it probably makes a ton of sense to our listeners because I've never really done any research on it and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I have anxiety like a motherfucker. I just never really learned any of that, but I would kind of like to approach it from like the um, you know, just the 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 mental like recovery mm-hmm. um, you know, armchair theories that I have and ideas that I have. So like Go ahead. One of the things I kept thinking about for this show was fear the acronym for fear false evidence appearing real um and how like how i think that i combat anxiety which is basically like okay hey that's not gonna happen we're not gonna do that and everything's actually gonna be okay uh that that situation is not real that circumstance is not real that thing is not gonna happen and and everything's gonna be okay um i kind of have to like just i I just talk myself down off a ledge and then the other thing that i that i think is really important and that we've talked about here before but i've but i i it's so important that i love to touch on it again is that let's say you have you have a meeting with your boss tomorrow and you think you're in trouble okay whether you worry about it for 24 hours until the meeting happens or you'd completely dismiss it from your brain and never think about it again 
whatever's going to happen is going to happen either way. Yep. So like worrying about it, obsessing over it, thinking about it is not going to improve the situation. And in fact, quite the opposite. It's just going to make you worry about it more. It's like a compounding thing for me. So like with these things um, that I can't control, and this is where we get into recovery, powerlessness, right? Yep. Like I don't control it. I don't have any control over this situation. So there's no point in me driving myself crazy imagining every possible negative outcome because there's only going to be one outcome and it's going to happen whether I worry about it, obsess about it. Like, and, and, and the other side of it is, is there an actionable step that I can do to change this? If the answer to that is yes, then I do that. If the answer is no, I have to let it go, give it up to my higher power, whatever. And we had this exact conversation, I feel like on another episode, but like I said, it's so important because like. I can hyper-focus and, and, and stress and freak out and think about something, but it does me, at the end of the day, it holds no value, does me no good, and it's actually very negative for me. So um, what's your take on all that? Well, dude, I, I mean, I mean that's, the, that's the best approach, right? Um, and, and, it, and it can tie into some of the things that, I, that I've learned doing my little research and trying to come, overcome my anxiety while tying in the things that I learned from like the 12-step approach, right? Um, what you just said by like, hey, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to ruminate on the meeting I have with my boss tomorrow because it is what it is. And we live in the program, if you're doing it properly, we live one day at a time. Right. I, I, we, I, my, my sponsor always like to say like future tripping. Right. And that's like the, yeah. the crux of anxiety. Right. Like, like we're trying to, what if, what if, what if, what, what if, if, what if, what if, what if, that's not right now. That's not right now. And that comes back to staying present. Right. And, and a way mm -hmm. to combat this is, is just having utter acceptance. Right. Utter acceptance. Okay. Hey, I'm a little fucking elevated, a little anxious. I'm just going to let that run its course. It's out of my hands. I cannot handle this situation, nor do I need to handle this situation. Um, like you said, um, if it needs to be addressed, if there's an actionable change, actionable change, something I can do, then I will do that to to the best of my ability. But otherwise, it's I, if I can't do anything, then we are causing nothing but distress by sitting in catastrophic thinking and what if thinking. We're snowballing anxiety. Exactly, and you are just you're doing what the amygdala wants you to do right there in that situation, right? This is a danger. Boom, You've boom, boom. You've grabbed onto the electrical line, and yep. it's just pumping you as much electricity as as you can stand. Yep, you're can. just you're just feeding it. You're just you're just boom. Every time you have another anxious thought, another what if thought, bam, more anxiety. Another well, what if I can do it this way? Bam, and then dude, you are just stressed out of your fucking mind. You got bags under your eyes, and then ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time that conversation went nine 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 um went um went up way better than you thought because it's never yes. it's never it's never as bad as you think right it's never as bad it's you playing pretend i said it on a past episode right the what if thoughts are hey here's this awful thing that isn't happening now and why don't we pretend that it is because that's what you're doing that's what you're doing in that scenario but staying present living one day at a time like you just mentioned henry um has helped me a bunch, man. So yeah, dude, I think, I think, and that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow, dude, is, is how can we be kind of so nonchalant as I sit here and tell you how fucking strung out I am with my anxiety all the time. <laughs> um, but, but it's really not as bad as I make it seem. It's just, it's just a part of who I am and that's okay. That's okay. Right. 
Um, but yeah, dude, I love that approach and it, and, and I'm glad that it works for you because for some people it doesn't, right? Like they'd be like, some people can really, really twist the, the what ifs and the catastrophizing into just, you know, fucking life ending shit, right? Like, like just bad stuff. Yeah. And I, I think that's part of the reason why I don't recognize or hold my anxiety so high as like a lot of people do is because I've always been pretty good about being able to reason with myself and talk myself off that ledge and be like no that's not gonna happen everything's gonna be okay um and one thing i i mentioned earlier uh that some people probably know but some people might not so i want to touch back on it is leaves on a stream um and i think is that like a tick not han thing it i know it's a it's a mindfulness thing yeah it's a and Go ahead. It's a it's a it's a mindfulness thing. It's a it's a thing of like observing your thoughts. Yeah, and so we talk about these, you know, fifty thousand thoughts that we have a day, and they're intrusive. And um, with like mindfulness, is what we try to do is you picture that thought like it's a leaf on a stream, and it's cruising down the stream, and you're like, oh, cool, there's a leaf, and then you let the leaf go by, and it just keeps on going, instead of you know giving it all this. Um, giving it all this power and putting all this thought and why did I think of that? You're like, Oh, there's a thought. I'm just going to let it keep going. Um, and that's a good one, you know, for, if you think about drinking or using like, Oh, I thought about that. Interesting. I'm going to let that flow right on down the stream and keep just move on with my life. Yeah, dude. And that's, that's how, that's how we're supposed to handle that type of shit in a healthy way. Um, it's, it, you know, it, it I, I think what, there was another, uh, version of that, that I kind of heard where, some of the the leaves can be, you know, ooh, look, that's a really pretty leaf, right? And that's a happy thought about, you know, yeah. about winning the lotto. And then all of a sudden, yeah, the thought about drinking or using or, you know, slapping your mom or something like that comes around. And then that leaf, uh-huh. in, when you're in your meditation or whatever you're doing, is a is a crumply old shitty leaf, um, and it, and it just looks shitty. But but we don't have to we don't have to touch the leaf. We don't gotta we don't gotta take the leaf out of the stream. We don't got to do anything with it. We can just let that shitty leaf just just float on by like the other good happy leaf went um, and, and, and let the other ones kind of go by. And there's a great acronym that really kind of helped me. It's a program that really helped me. It was called D.A.R.E. And, and this can be applied for anything. Um, maybe maybe you, anybody could find some use with it. So um, the first you know, letter is D, right? And that stands for diffuse. So if you're feeling overwhelmed or, you know, like you said, like you got a meeting with your boss, you just diffuse that be like oh hey it is what it is tell yourself that like henry you do that um instinctually right like like you just told me you just kind of diffuse it it is what it is it is what it is mm-hmm. um the next one is accept and allow so you're going to accept and allow any sort of discomfort or accept any outcome right because anxiety is really just an intolerance to reality um we want certainty mm. we want certainty and 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 the, mm-hmm. and the thing about life is is that nothing is certain like i i could be sitting here and and you Death know and i can taxes my yeah, boy yeah that too but i you know i couldn't tell you that we're not in the fucking matrix right now you know what i mean or that the chair i'm sitting on is going to break 5 minutes after i get done with this podcast um and that's just a stupid example um but the next one is r and that's run towards so if you're feeling really fucking worked up about it why don't you sit there, look at yourself in the mirror, run towards it and be like, what the fuck am I worried about? Run towards it. Um, sit there and address it that way. And then the last thing, which goes with leaves on a stream, is E, and that's for engage. And that means just go and re-back, engage back with your life doing whatever it was before you started getting all strung out. 
Dare, D-A-R-E. Helped me out a bunch, man, when it came with my anxiety, and it helps me a bunch with, with just, like, overall stress. Um, so I wanted to get that out before I fucking got cool. sidetracked. Cool. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Very exciting, dude. This is an Yeah. This, this is a this is a and this episode might not be for everybody, but I think it was important, right? Because for for people like me, and I know Henry was the same way, man. I mean, dude, not being able to deal with this shit in a healthy way or not understanding it um led me to years and years and years and years of 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 massive substance abuse and 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 we don't got to be doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, dude, I think this is for more people than than we would think, and I, I, um, I teased a little story about Mitch earlier, and I, and I want to bring it up because it holds it. It's burned into my brain because this was before this. I feel like this was my first major experience with anxiety. It is burned into my brain. So we were out in Tahoe, and why Mitch and I were in Tahoe, I have no clue. Um, I feel like everybody else left. We were probably out partying at, um, you know our buddy's house and everyone else left and somehow me and Mitch were left there. And so we were like downtown, uh, near the strip and we were going to go out and we walked to the front door of the casino and I was like, all right, dude, let's do it. And he just stopped. And I'm like, dude, what's up? And he's like, I, I can't go in there. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, it's, you just walk through the door. It's right here. No, dude, I I cannot go in there, and I and I just was like confounded. I'm like, what, dude? I, what, what? No, dude, I'm too like I'm I'm too anxious. Like, uh, there's too many people, and I and I I was like, dude, I you you'll be with me. It'll be okay. And then I found myself in this like position of reassuring him, and like, and long story short, Mitch did not come in the casino, dude. I I rolled solo. He was too afraid anxious whatever to uh yep to come inside and i had never experienced anything like that personally or with anyone else before that so it like burned into and then i'd like partied by myself the rest of the night <laughs> i think or i caught up with him later but i like i was like well whatever i'm going in dude i'm not just gonna like sit outside with you um but uh yeah dude that was like my first experience and it's been burned into my brain ever since yeah, man, it's it's crippling, right? And people didn't know how to talk about it, right? Like, like, like it's real. It's real simple nowadays because it's been brought to light. Like, you know, you even see like athletes and celebrities talking about anxiety and depression, and you know, kind of taking the stigma away. This from This is it. kind of like our evolution of of mental health uh, episode. Yeah, right? but, stuff yeah, has little, definitely changed a lot. Yeah, no little, one was talking about that anxiety when we were that age, you know. No, man, no, no, and they would just throw pills at you, right? Like, hey, here. Here, here's some Xanax and shit, like, you know, like, deal with it. Um, and, and now it's different. Now you have different techniques, and that's the greatest thing about it, man. But yeah, yeah, Mitch, Mitch was a real anxious guy um, back in the day, especially when he came around a lot of, like, drinking and doing drugs and shit. Um, Mitch would have massive panic attacks. So that's, that's not an unfamiliar situation. Um, speaking, of, speaking of that fucking asshole, I, dude, I haven't talked to him in years. Um, but, anyways, so... I'm going to get my last little fucking spiel in, and then we can talk about um, some more exciting news. Um, three little podcasts that I want to mention because they help me out, and if you're anxious and you want to understand some more shit um, told by people who are better at it than I am, um, there's, an, there's a podcast called The Anxious Truth, which is fucking awesome. 
Um, there's another one called Disordered, and then the whole little D.A.R.E. acronym, there's one called D.A.R.E. that um, they do another anxiety-based um, um, podcast approach. Um, therapy, mindfulness, meditation, and acceptance is what helped me kind of jump over the, the, the hill of anxiety. Um, it's still there. It still happens, but that's a normal human emotion. Um, if we weren't anxious, um, human beings wouldn't survive. We wouldn't have made it through evolution. So if, if it's something you're dealing with and it, it makes you feel scared, um, just know it's just your body just doing what it's supposed to do. So that's all I got. on. Yeah. And we talk about grant, granting people grace, grant yourself some grace. You know, yeah. don't be hard on yourself. We have these thoughts. These thoughts happen. You're not the only one that has them. Um, and it's okay. And if you have the ability, talk yourself through it and tell yourself that, um, you know, uh, Lance Bass is not going to come out of your closet <laughs> and start singing, Tell me why it ain't. <laughs> Dude, I don't fucking, know if he's from NSYNC or that's Backstreet Boy. Dude, Lance Bass? <laughs> Dude, I was thinking of I was thinking of the meme where it goes, Hey, I have an irrational fear of the Backstreet Boys, and the therapist says, Tell me why. Dude. So, so if this whole thing, we've been real preachy, but we, if you've got anything out of this episode, it's that shrimps wear boxing gloves and Lance Bass is going to pop out of your fucking closet. Some, I just unlocked a new, a new anxiety for somebody. They're like, dude, you know what? Lance Bass probably is in my closet right now. Dude, I'd be sleeping with one eye open, dude. Lance Bass with his, fr- with his fucking frosted tips just peeking out, waiting for you to sleep. <laughs> He still has frosted tips. Dude. It's definitely not modern day Lance Bass. It's it's frosted <laughs> tips, Lance Bass. Did Timberlake's in your hallway closet with his ramen hair? Oh fuck, dude. Oh dude, I wish Timberlake was in my closet. I'd jump his bones. What? I'll tell you what, dude. He is a sexy guy. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna make. Dude, we should make a shirt now that we're now that we're just rambling. But we should make a shirt, dude, saying Lance Bass. It won't hurt you, dude, and just like a Lance Bass face <laughs> popping out of a closet. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> or like a sweet dreams with Lance Bass popping out of a closet. Oh fuck. Dude. <laughs> oh dude. All right, let's check the show notes here. One of my notes is. No talking about the weather. We realized that we rambled about it for five minutes and almost every time. So I think we did better. Uh, also, last week I said we we ran we banged out twenty two episodes. Last week was number seventeen. This is number eighteen, <laughs> but it still has the same uh, probability as me cartwheeling across Africa with Lance Bass in tow. <laughs> That's right, dude. That's right, man. Yeah. You know, it sounded weird when you said it and I just like, I just agreed. So I was, I was like, yeah, dude, my dude, my brain was just like 22, bro. With so much assuredness for absolutely no reason. Hey dude, you know what, man? We're just unfounded self-confidence manifesting the 22nd episode. So the 22nd episode is going to have to be a fucking banger, dude. Um, so we'll have to, we'll have to do something real special for number 22. That'll, it'll have to be unlike the other 21 then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> dude but like, psych like you said dude um 17 not 22 um ken do you want to do you want to announce that 
some more about our rude dude worldwide? Ireland. Ireland, Ireland lad. Ireland? We've got a few in Ireland. And wait, what's I feel like South Africa is like a like a like a naughty boy British accent. It is, dude. Like it is. It is. It's it, Dan, Dan oh, I'm gonna butcher it. I always bring Australia into into my British accent. Dude. But anyway, yeah, we got an Irish listener and a South African listener, and we will extend it to you. There's a there's an arms race. There's a race. The first person mm-hmm. from a foreign country gets a free T-shirt and possibly a chance to come on the podcast. We want to hear from all you guys. We want to hear what recovery looks like out there. We want to hear what how you came across this, what you like, what you can relate to, um, why you haven't told a thousand people in South <laughs> Africa about it yet and <laughs> advertised for us and sit on a street corner with a megaphone prophetizing about our podcast. Um, yeah, we want to hear it all. Rude Dude Pod on IG. Yep. Holler at us. Seriously, we want to talk to you guys. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I'll reiterate that, you know, 10 times over. Um, reach out to us, man. Reach out to us. I, I, I guess maybe our, our, I wonder if we're like, are we, are we intimidating, bro? Do you think we're intimidating? Or, or, or is it just... They're like, listen, you fucking wanker. We just want to listen to the pod. We don't want to fucking talk to you. Hey, there you go. Dude. <laughs> That's Australian. Yeah, that, I think. that one. That one was Australian, bro. But but you've been on that. That's on topic today, dude. Because then you got fucking big spiders and all kinds of spiders, shit going on. anacondas. But yeah, so reach out to us. We'll get you a free shirt. Um, like I, I agree with Henry, man. Like we want. Kristen to- reminded me how much it's going to cost to ship it somewhere, and I was like, I don't care. We're doing it. We we need. We need to, to speak with them. Yeah, somebody, somebody. And this will be the first week that we don't mention the Belgian. I, I see that you're listening. And just know that we, we don't forget you, man. Um, actually, I'm going to... We I, I'm are actually, not talking about the Belgian. Well, dude, We're actively not speaking of the Belgian right mm, now. Yes, we actually, we actually are. But you know what, Belgian? I, I actually am not even mad at you anymore because... You're a dedicated listener, and we appreciate you listening. Um, gang, even though you, you are, a are member of the rude gang, you are an asshole, um, and and I'm <laughs> I am mad at you. But thank you for listening. We love you, Belgian. Um, did we shout out Mercedes before? I feel like we did, but I'm gonna shout her out again. She's also a dedicated listener. She's all over it, man. She's sharing our stuff on her story. She yep. sends me messages on on ig shout out mercedes you are awesome and we appreciate you yeah um i feel like there's somebody else, else we need to really, shout out there's somebody else that's been sharing it on the i on their ig as well god damn um the rude dude fan of the week uh, um yeah mercedes mercedes is well mike is highly concerned that you're gonna murder your baby so <laughs> well intrusive thoughts Micah. address that they happen um Oh, dude, shout out to my brother, bro. He went um, and entered our family's pickles, which you know all about, Hen, at the state fair and won, yep. and won best in class. <laughs> hey. Neanderthal Farms. Pickles. Yep, Wenzel's Pickles, Is bro. Is it Wenzel's? Yep, yep. Wetzel's? Wenzel's. Uh, Brittany King. She's always sharing, um, That's sharing my her stuff on her story and stuff. Yes. Yep. Yep. Shout out, Brittany. We appreciate you. Britt, we're still trying to figure out how to get the logistics to get her on. She has a wild story. 
Um, and I actually think that would be one of our more provocative episodes. So, Britt, we're yeah, still- we want to get her on and another shout out worthy person, Forrest Brownell. He always uh, taps in with us. We would like to get him on as well. He's also probably got some uh, interesting things to talk about. So, hey, look at you throwing and out. Let's just call out Charlie right now for being a baby back beard. Charlie, I don't want to get Charlie on here. Charlie, I don't he's even scared. know you, scared. dude, and he's scared. What are you scared of, man? Come on here. What are you scared Tell of? Tell your truth, bro. I know that Henry's going to make you live. your legacy live on. Yeah, dude, you will live on forever because the internet is forever. So come on. We'll sit here. We'll listen to you tell your story, and, and, and we'll make random dick and fart jokes, dude. It'll be awesome. Um, dude, while, <laughs> while I'm looking through the Instagram to find people that we need to show love to, how about that story I posted on our Instagram the other day, which is perfectly on topic. Sometimes fear does not subside, and you must do it afraid. Yep. Ooh, That's it. That man. is a banger. Dude, Will you Smith just got to do shit. it. Yep, you just got to do it. And the more and more you conquer those fears, the, the easier they get, and the more and more you retrain your brain, and pretty soon things that you were afraid of, like, like hey, dude, I can drive on the freeway. You know what I mean? Um, I, I can do all kinds of things that I used to be terrified of. Um, it, it just takes practice. Um, yeah, Forrest. Um, big shout out to him. I'm going to be a neighbor with him soon because we're going to be moving to, to Idaho here within the next like year. Yee. So that's going to be sweet. Getting out of California. All right, man. All well, right, my man. I'm going to give him the roll. I'm going to give him the spiel. Give us a follow on Spotify. Five stars would be super sweet. Um, sharing it would be even cooler. Um, and we really, we really mean that. Please tell a friend, uh, the plays are kicking up. Um, it seems to be getting, um, some really good momentum. And so all you guys listening on a consistent basis, we love you. Um, we are thank on, you, thank, you, thank you. We are on Apple, Samsung, Amazon music, um, five stars there, a share on there would be really cool too. Um, writing a review would be rad. Uh, follow us on Instagram at RudeDudePod. That is all one word, all lowercase, RudeDudePod. Um, the offer still stands to the first foreigner who reaches out to us. You get a t-shirt, and who knows what else we'll do for you. Um, with that being said, I will finish it like I always do. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. There's more for the spiel, Bubby. Don't forget. The Rude Dude merch link is ah, in yes. the bio. Is in the bio, along with all the other resources um, about this anxiety episode. So if you stuck it through and listened to this, um, way to you know possibly learn some things to better yourself. We, we're proud of you. Um, and, and if you do nothing else, at least go look at the names of the merch. That Just too. Have a peek. Have a gander. That too, gander. man. Hey, you know that you need the no ouchie boy. Um, and, and dude, 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 the, the, you trying to get ouchies, boy? Dude, you go look at the shop. So yeah, the Etsy shop will be in the in the show notes. Any small contribution helps the pod grow. We will love you forever. Um, with that being said, I will finish it like I always do. I love you, Hen. Love you too, Cam. And remember, be yourself and fuck what they think. <laughs> Later, dude. One of them see with the music and miracle. One of the puppies, then boy, the lyrics was so right. Oh, oh.